Father, just uh, thank you for who you are. Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do in this place. And Lord, we thank you for Emily. And Lord, we just pray that as she shares your word this morning, that we would be open to hear and have open hearts to receive and that you would transform us uh, to be a people of light and fire. In Jesus' name, amen. Morning, everyone. Bear with me. I'm a little bit out of my comfort zone up here. Um, I normally do the icebreakers and the games and the welcome. So, <laughs> so um, kind of, um, how did I get to be talking on Sunday morning? Um, I don't know if any of you were here last week, um, last Sunday evening, and um, Stuart came to speak to us tonight about how God had really transformed his life. And, and it was amazing to see kind of his passion for Jesus right from the very beginning to it being nothing kind of like dead wood, nothing there to Jesus had light in that and actually it being totally transformed and, and he's doing amazing stuff now is and helping other people go through what he's going through. So I was really challenged by that. Um and um Andrew came up to me at the end, he was like, Oh I need somebody to speak next Sunday. Do you want to do it? And I was just like I thought for a second, I thought, Do you know what? I will because I, at the gathering, we talked about how people were called for such a time as this. And that's not just for young people. That is for everybody. We are called for such a time as this. And we're all called to to step out and to, and to live a life for God and things like that. So God's really challenged me about that and about kind of how am I stepping out of my comfort zone. I, I tell the young people all the time, come on, you know, God's placed loads of stuff within you. I believe in you. Go in, go and do it. And I don't necessarily always do that myself so here I am stepping out so uh so bear with me (laughs) so um for some reason my thing has got a timer on have you set a timer on this it's like counting down like at least I've not got 60 seconds because I don't think I could do it in that okay so um the theme is light the fire um I've the whole evening evening morning's called light the fire but um I'm going to talk a, a lot about fire and about setting a fire. And it's always good to start with a good story, isn't it? Like a good old story. So um, the only fire story that um, I have um, involves a blowtorch. Um, so I was coming um, back from youth one night. I don't know why, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to get back. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to set the chimney here and up, and I'm going to sit and just enjoy being outside. I'm sure Michael joined me and all this. So I got home and... I was like, Mike, I'm going to have a, have a chimney outside. Do you want to join me? He was like, no, I'm practicing my guitar. I was like, that doesn't matter. I'm going to still do it. So I went outside. I got my chimney all ready, put the stuff in. Um, I did, I did think I'm going to light this. I'm, I don't know how to light a fire. I'm not going to lie. I, I thought you just put a match and throw it in and it starts, but the reality is that's not what happens. So I went into Mike. I was like, Mike, I know you've got a blowtorch. Um, can I, can I borrow it? Um, I don't know why we have a blowtorch, apart from the fact that Ben Hicklin brought it for Mike for a present for his birthday, <laughs> as you do. Um, Mike brought him a, a pickaxe. It's, I don't know if this is a, a running theme, but um, so, and, and we only use it for light the chimney. That's all we use a blowtorch for. Or we use it for this. This is what Mike does on a regular basis in our house. Um, but anyway, so. I brought the blowtorch in, and Mike was like, right, I'm going to show you how to use it. So he shows, shows me how to you turn a bit at the top and press a button or whatever it is. You know what you do, Emily, don't you? You know how to do it. Do you want me to come and do it? No, I'm, I'm capable, Mike. 
with a blowtorch. I'm quite capable of setting a light to my chimney with this. He's like, are you sure? I says, yeah, I'm fine. So I took it outside. I sat down, got my chair right up to it. I thought, right, here we go. Turn on, put the blowtorch on, put it into the chimney. And then the fire went into the chimney, come back and set the blowtorch on fire. So the first thing I did was throw the blowtorch across the garden. I'm not sure why I did that. I love my grass. It burnt my grass. I weren't happy about that. And like all these flames just started coming from nowhere. And so I ran in the house. I was like, Mike, call the fire brigade. I threw the, threw the blowtorch. So he comes running out, and I'm running out with water. And he's like, Emily, it won't go out with water. It's gas. I was like, what do I do then? So he comes in, saves the day as he does, picks it up, and it runs out of gas eventually. And the blowtorch had completely melted. Um, sorry about that, Ben. We did have to replace it. Um, and um, I was feeling like, oh, great. There goes my chimney. So Mark was like, what were you doing? You know what they do. What are you doing? I told you how to use it. You should have asked me to do it. So, um, so anyway, so me being completely stubborn, I was like, right, I'm still having a fire pit. Don't care if I haven't got a blowtorch. So Mike goes in, and I'm sat there in matches doing this. Got through the whole, whole box of matches, and it didn't light. But I sat outside because I didn't want to go in and be like, couldn't light the fire. So I sat outside for a bit with no, no fire on my blowtorch, with the blowtorch or in the chimney. And the funny thing about it was my next-door neighbour was having a massive bonfire in his garden, and I could just see his flames at the top of my fence. And it, I was a little bit, little bit deflated, to be fair. And funny enough, I've never, ever, to this day, lit a fire, or Mike won't let me use his new blowtorch. So uh, it's probably safer, to be fair. Okay, so <laughs> I've just told you a little story about fire. I'm going to talk a little bit about how to, how to light a fire. And, and I'm not talking in the sense of lighting a fire in an actual fire, but kind of our heart and our passion for Jesus. And kind of when I was thinking about this, um, I did a good old three, point, three points. <laughs> so uh, my first point is um, light the fire. Um, obviously, I was talking about earlier, you, you know, you... To get a fire going, you need to light it and, and get a little spark going. And it got me thinking about kind of what am I, what am I passionate about? Um, so here are a few things that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about Fuse. I'm passionate about the young people reaching their potential and um, going for it for God and realizing their identity in him. Um, I'm passionate about my children. I'm passionate about them kind of them too finding their identity in God and them to, to be the people that the children that God called them to be. And and that's the same for my friends. Um I'm passionate about seeing them reach their potential and and being the best they can be and helping them with that. And I've got a picture of QMC there. Um some of you might be thinking I'm passionate about that in my social life because I do spend a lot of time there. But I'm actually work there. So um I'm passionate about um yeah, season fast. Um, I'm passionate about seeing the, the patients that I work with, just caring for them and loving them um, in a time where they really need it, um, when they're not feeling very well. Some of them don't have families and things like that. And I'm passionate about them knowing that people care about them and people are there for them. So, um, And I'm also very grateful for the NHS, um, especially for my family. Um, so... Um, I've got a guitar there. I'm very passionate about playing the guitar. Um, I'm not very good at it, but I'm working at it. So, um, and it's always hard when you live with a guitarist who's really good. And I'm like, 
not so good, but um, he does help me. But I'm passionate about that, about music. Um, I love playing um, in my own time and working at that. And I put a cross there because I'm passionate about Jesus. I'm passionate about who he is and kind of the great God he is and what he's done in my life and, and what he's done in other people's lives. And I'm, I'm passionate about people knowing that. I'm passionate about people catching that fire, that passion as well, because it's not just for me. It's God, God wants to everybody to be passionate about him and, and what he's got for them. So so there are a few um, things that I'm passionate about. Yeah, I don't know what, what some of the things you're passionate about. Um, you might be passionate about lots of other things. You know, we're all different. We all have um, different passions in life, um, but they're just, they're just some of mine. Um, and there can be certain things that we're passionate about and then certain things that are just a phases as well. Um, I'd like to say that I'm passionate about the gym. Uh, I joined the gym. I was passionate at the start. It fizzled out very quickly. Um, I'm still a member of the gym, the one that's got the spa, the steam room, the nice pool. And I'm not going to lie, um, sorry to jot you in it, Laura Hicklin, but we spend most of the time in the spa when we go to the gym. <laughs> but it's good, it's good time to encourage one another and get alongside one another and build each other up and talk about life. So it's not always about the gym equipment and things like that. So, but that's just a phase for me. Um, I've been a gym member for however long I've not been the last three months. Um, so I've just basically paid for nothing. But, but I am going to get passionate about it again at some point. It will come back. The fire will realight for the gym, I hope. Perhaps after Christmas when I've ate all my turkey and things like that. Okay, so... Um, so, yeah, some of our passions. I want to ask you, you know, what is your passion for Jesus like at the minute? Is it a raging fire or an ember that just needs fanning a little bit? Um, are you completely on fire at a point where you're like, yes, God, use me? Or at a point where I'm really tired, a lot of stuff has happened, and I feel like my fire's been burned out a little bit, um, and I've kind of lost that, and I just need God to come in and refan that. Um, and that will mean something different for all of us. So, so what is your passion for Jesus? Is it a raging fire or an ember that needs fanning. Um, I have a I have a chimney in my garden. Um, now um, it's I could use that as a nice garden feature. I think it'd look quite nice as a garden feature. Um, Mike will disagree because actually um, the chimney is there for a fire to be lit in it. That's that's its purpose. Its purpose is for a fire to be lit in it and for it to and it for it to blaze and for heat to come out and things like that. You see, we can, we can know Jesus and get passionate about him, but not do anything with it. We can, we can keep it. We can keep that passion in and not let it come out of us. And, you know, when, when you light a fire, which is why I think it's amazing, when you light a fire, it only takes a small spark to get something going. You don't need, like, a massive... I mean, a blowtorch is a bit extreme, really. You don't need a massive blowtorch. You can do it all the ways with that little sticky thing. I don't know what you call it. Splint, is it, on a match? Not a match. You can't do it with a match. Um, but you have to have Kindle and stuff like that to, to start the fire off. But all it takes is a small spark to get it going. And, um, and a fire as well, it won't burn without any air in it. And maybe for some of us, our passion has dwindled into a small ember that needs the breath of God to get that fire going again. And... And that might be you, that might not be where you're at in the moment, but I know there's been points in my life where situations come and you just feel like empty or you just feel like you've got nothing in you to give and things like that. But I want to just reassure you this morning that 
sometimes you just have to let God in and let the breath of God come in and start fanning that flame again and that's you know and get that fire burning again and 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 kind of do that and which brings me on to my next point which is um fuel oh that's fuel the fire um one of the verses for this morning is um don't burn out keep yourselves fueled and flamed it's in Romans 12 and kind of when you've lit a fire and when you've got it going that little bit you've got to put stuff in it to keep it going you've got to put logs you've got to put whatever you put in to keep that fire raging um so what what could be those things that that keep our fires burning for God and here are some of the things that that I think help us fuel fuel our flame and our passion for God and it's reading our bibles getting stuck in the word um reading what God's got for us in there, praying, praying to him, um, praying with one another, um, encouraging one another, um, church, coming to church, worshipping together. Um, even when we don't feel like it, I think there's something about when we don't feel like it, but but coming here and just saying, God, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to come together with other people and worship you. There's something about about that and and um, life groups, like we, you know, we talk about life groups. Life groups are really good. Like we've heard this morning, Steph saying that, you know, life groups have been really good for, for doing life together. Life isn't easy. Life can throw at us so many things. Um, but just being there for one another um, is an amazing thing. And I know for me in my life, my friends have been a real lifeline. And just being together and, and being with other people um, and encouraging one another I'm, re- I'm really passionate about encouraging people because um, there's nothing like somebody saying, you're doing a good job, keep going, or God's saying this for you. So, so there are some of the things that I think that can help us kind of fan into flame um, that passion for God. Again, again re- rekindle what perhaps has been, been dampened down by things, by watered down by life circumstances and things like that. And the thing is, if you, if you don't fuel a fire, it, it dwindles out. So if we don't keep fueling our relationship with God, if we don't keep fueling that fire, eventually it just keeps going lower and lower. You see it in a fire, don't you? It just eventually just kind of goes to small embers, and then eventually it goes out. So what is it you can do to fuel your fire at the moment? You know, what, what in your life do you perhaps need to do? Maybe that's you feel like you need to read your Bible more or maybe join a life group um, or anything like that. I don't know what that is for you. I know that what that is for me, but I just want you to think about what is it for you? What is it you need at the moment to fuel that fire in your relationship with God? And that might be getting with a friend and saying, I'm really struggling, will you pray for me? Or it might be coming to church, or it might be reading your Bible, whatever that looks like for you. So, so you light the fire, you fuel the fire, and then I want to talk a little bit about spreading the fire. Um, I, just want to, oh, I just want to drop my notes first. Um, I was going to read something from the Bible. I haven't written it on there because um, this morning I decided I was going to do a PowerPoint and realized my iPad was run out of battery because the kids had had it. So I literally had to throw this together. Um, I probably shouldn't say that, actually. So I spent ages on this PowerPoint. <laughs> um, I'm going to read from an actual Bible because I'm not... Although I like technology, I like... And as in like an actual physical Bible, not a technology Bible on there. I'm not very technical in some aspects, so I like the good old book version. Not that it's any different to your iPad version or anything like that. I'll stop talking about that now. 
Um, I'm just going to read uh, Matthew 5, verse 14 to 16, and it says this. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the houses. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And I think, I mean, that really speaks for itself, I think, a little bit. Um, kind of, God doesn't want us to contain it. You know, our passion for Jesus and our love for Jesus um, doesn't, you know, I don't, want it, I don't want my passion for Jesus just to be contained to a Sunday because I love Jesus and I love the people out there, and I, and I and love the people I come into contact with. And, and that's a real challenge, isn't it, sometimes, to, to let the passion we have in here go out there because it's almost easier in here because we're with people that have got the same passion and same drive. When you go out there, people have got the same passions and things like that. But I think just by our example and the way we live, people notice that. It doesn't always have to be, right, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to preach the gospel, I'm going to do that. Although that is great, you know, it's just letting our passion come out of us. You see, the thing about a fire, when the fire's lit and it's going and it's raging and things like that, when you go to somebody's house and they've got a fire, I guarantee it, most of you sit and look at the fire the whole time somebody's talking. Because there's something really captivating about a fire. It brings warmth, it brings light, and it just really draws people in. And I think that, I think that's the same as people out there. I think People see God in us. People see Jesus in us. And people are drawn to that and want to know, know more. And it's just about us having an open heart to, to say, God, use me. Allow what's in here to come out so that so other people can hear about you and other people can get passionate for you. And, you know, God calls us to, to love one another and to love others. And, and it's all about loving people and getting out in the community. And I know we are seeing some of the fires going from this church, like time to talk. That, you know, that is just a fire just, just starting. That is just a fire that's starting. There's parent talk that we're doing that's reaching out to mums in the community. And, and some of this isn't direct, you know, Bible stuff. It's just loving people and seeing the need and meeting that need and being Jesus in that need. And, you know, there's loads, you know, there's loads we're doing in church. You know, there's toddler time, there's luncheon club, there's youth, there's alpha. All these little fires that are burning coming out from this church because it's spreading and it's not containing in here. It's spreading out into the community. And that's really what my heart is. And I think this is what the heart of the church is, isn't it? To, to get out there and to spread um, what God has placed within us. Because I really believe that God has placed something in all of us. Um, all of us have got gift different different gifts and talents all of us have got different skills we're not all the same and you know god will use each and every one of us in a way that that works for us and the gifts we've got so so our love for jesus are we going to contain it to just a sunday or are we going to light it fuel it and then spread it um into our workplaces into our colleges into our schools Wherever we are, are we going to do that or are we just going to say, I want to keep you here on a Sunday and I want to keep you at Life Group on a Tuesday and I want to keep you at Youth on a Thursday and then I'll get, you, I'll get this back out on a Sunday and not use it for the rest of the week. And that's a challenge. I'm not saying here, stand up here and say I've got it sorted because I haven't. And reality is sometimes I can contain God in a box and bring him out when, I, when it's easy, when, when I know that people will accept me or people won't judge me or things like that. But actually... 
not all people are going to agree with what I say or not all people are going to like what I say, but I don't want to just contain that. I want to I stand up for what I believe in and, and live the way that God wants me to do. And that's a challenge. That, and that's a challenge in my workplace. That's a challenge in my home life. It's a challenge um, everywhere we go. So I want to challenge us this morning not to, not to contain it and to, and to spread it. But also, if you do feel like your passion for Jesus, your relationship with Jesus has dwindled a bit and, and it just feels like him, but it's just to, I pray that this morning that God really lights something up in you again, that God really starts to put something in you to, to light that fire again. And I'm going to invite the worship team to come back up. And we're going to um, sing a song, and it's called um, Set a Fire Down in My Soul, that I can't contain, that I can't control. And maybe a response to this is, maybe it's you saying, God, set that fire again. Or maybe it's you saying that I can't contain it and that I can, can't control it. God, do that in me, that I can't contain and I can't control it, that when I go out there, that I can fuel it and that I can spread it. So um, I'm just going to pray and then I'm going to um, leave it to Tim and the band just to, to lead us in that. So God, I just want to uh, thank you for each person here this morning, God. I want to thank you um, for who they are, God, in you. And I just really pray that this morning that you help us just to, to light the fire, to fuel that fire and to spread that fire, Jesus, for you. God, I just really um, pray this morning that if there's some people here that feel like um, distant from you, God, and feel like that fire's going out, I just really pray that tonight, um, this morning, God, that you just fan into flame that again into them, God, that you just really um, start to, to light up in their lives, Jesus. And I, and I just really pray as well for, for those that, that feel like ready to just go out there and spread it, God. I just really pray that you give them opportunities this week, God. And I just really pray that... Um, they won't be put off by their own fears and insecurities, God, but they will just go out there with their identity in you, knowing that um, you've got their back. So, God, I just want to thank you for everything you're doing in this church, God, for the fires that you're starting. I just really pray that they really go ablaze in this community, God, in, this, in Long Eaton. I just really pray that um, this church will be a real light to this community, that they're drawn to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Well, let's respond to that challenge. Let's, uh, if you're able to, let's stand. And maybe um, as we reflect, you might want to close your eyes. And let's just meditate upon that word. Just set a fire in my soul. Breathe on me, breath of God. respond to what Emily shared this morning about spreading the fire and very easy to get caught up in our times of praise and worship together but the person next to you is important and uh, we should care for one another and, and help the person next to us and encourage as Emily shared to, so that the, the, the fire would be burnt and I hope no one's uncomfortable with this so you'll have to excuse me if you are but I think it'd be great just to hold hands right across the building and we're a church family, a church community the thing I love about Emily is that she's genuine and she does care, she just cares a lot and so I know she does care about you guys as well as she shared this morning but as we do that you know, some of us may be hurting this morning or feel like the fires have gone out but I really believe that the Holy Spirit intercedes and hears our groans and prayers and 
Even though the words, we don't even know what to pray for one another. He hears. He hears our heart. And he hears a heart that wants to encourage and care. So just to guys, can you continue to worship over us and, and to God? Let's just begin to pray for the person that we're holding hands with. To the left and to the right. Let's just begin to pray that Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit come and blow on our hearts again. Holy Spirit come and inspire us to light a fire and spread the fire in our communities. And if you don't know what to pray, just say, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done right across this place. Right across this place this morning. Oh Jesus, pray that set a fire down on us as a church congregation set a fire down a fresh fire that we would burn bright in this community for you there would be people who spread a wildfire a wildfire across this town oh in Jesus name pray that your Holy Spirit would come and blow on hearts this morning that feel like the flames have gone out come and blow on us once again Holy Spirit Jesus that your name be glorified oh Jesus Come on, just pray for that person you're holding hands with. Just pray, as Emily said there, praying God's best for one another. Speaking potential over one another. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.